Hello, everybody, and welcome to trip number one of my journey through the Pantheos. So if you haven't already listened, please listen to the uh, prologue episode. It explains a lot, explains, you know, the whole reason I got into this journey in the first place. Uh, I don't want to rehash all of that right now, but if you missed that episode and you just refuse to listen to it, uh, bottom line is I wanted to uh, to kind of, you know, rediscover myself and pull myself out of a 20-year-long depression and endless cycle of just doom and despair. And so I did research and I found out that psychedelics is the quickest and most surefire way to reach that plane of enlightenment. So I procured some uh, mushrooms legally, legally, mind you. Um, and this is what this episode is about, is my first experience with mushrooms. Uh, a friend of mine uh, had a birthday party and my dumbass decided that I would do them at that party. I would highly recommend that you don't do something like that, but it was my first time. I didn't know any better. Um, and that's this is what this uh, episode is about. It's a dip your toe in the water kind of thing. I experienced a lot of amazing things, saw a lot of like crazy stuff, and had some profound moments sprinkled in there a little bit. But uh, but yeah, again, this is just kind of the introductory. The really profound stuff starts in episode two, and it gets really, really deep thereon. So one last thing before we get going, I do a warning basically on every episode. Um, so just guys, be careful if you're if you're looking to do something like this. Just just be careful. Uh, do them for the right reasons. Don't do them to get all messed up and see trippy stuff. Like have a good reason, set good intentions, have someone to supervise you, and don't do them in, in, at a party like you're about to hear. Like it's stupid. Don't do it. Um, the other thing I'm going to mention is the audio quality um, from episodes one. Till about episode five is not the best. I recently got some um, microphones and stuff that are way better. But, you know, please just don't be one of those pampered, uh, oh, I, I prefer NPR style, where their mouths are this close to a microphone and you hear nothing. Just just bear with me, y'all. Uh, you'll still hear everything fine. One other thing to mention is sometimes during these trips, I will actually take my phone out and dictate into the phone what I'm actually seeing in the moment or slightly afterwards. So you'll you'll hear some audio splicing in of of stuff that happened the day of the moment of kind of thing. Now it was on a beach at some times and it got very very windy. So again, I apologize about the audio, but it's fun. Uh, but anyway, that's it. Let's go. Welcome to my journey through the Pantheos. Trip one, the taste. So, okay, today we're going to tell the story of your journey. Wait, wait, hold up. Before we start, I just wanted to say, when I started this podcast about four months or so ago, it was pretty clunky. So, are you recording? Yes. It essentially was two people just talking to each other for about two hours. Don't mind my chewing, sorry. And guys, I talk a lot. I'm getting bored. Get to the point. So, over the course of those four months, I honed my podcast storytelling abilities, if you will, and I've arrived at a formula that works quite well. That's interesting, man. And it basically goes like this. I drop in a lo-fi, chill beat that kind of draws you in and puts you at ease. Then I do some brief introductions. So, okay. 
Hi. <laughs> and then I try to speed through the backstory part while still narrating some important points. And actually, I'm kind of already doing that right now, so let's just continue. So the reason we're here today is because we want to talk about a journey that you had. So the person talking right now is one of my good friends I mentioned in episode zero, who was very uh, curious about uh, my experiences and thought that they were something more than just inside of my head. So he and a couple of other people are going to interview me throughout the course of this podcast. When we talk about a journey, we really can define it in two parts, the why and the how. So I think it's important to kind of start about the why. In this part, he's really just kind of trying to extract out of me the reasons I went on the journey. So I'm just going to skip through a lot of this introduction stuff. We've already covered it before, and I'm going to drop you right into the, the night of. Let's get to the point now. Okay. So, all right. So we, we we're, for you, we're to the point now where you have identified, I have a need, I want to try to do this. Now you've decided to pick a day to do your first trip into, you know, this new land, <laughs> yeah. if you will. So tell us about, I think I think it's important. Yep. I want you to tell us about the first trip. Okay. Where you were. Okay. What you kind of, why you selected that time and, you know, and, and just take it from there and then just relay the experience and I'll jump in. Okay. If I have questions. Fair enough. So in this part, I'm just talking about the ramp up to the night of, and it's basically just me traveling to my friend's beach house for her birthday party and getting ready for a long weekend of fun. We got to the beach house that night. We got, you know, drunk, had fun, you know. Uh, and it's going to sound like a bunch of people got together and had a mushroom party, but that's not the case at all. I was one of two people who did them that whole weekend. And most people at the party had no idea that I was even doing them. Uh, her, her friend was having a, a birthday party. I had the mushrooms with me and I was going to do them discreetly, but there was someone there who wanted to help guide me through the experience. They had done them before and wanted to make sure that I started off light. So I did a micro dose on the first night just to kind of ease myself in. So uh, first night we did, a, like I said, a little micro dose and it just felt, it felt great. I felt so much peace and we were all outside. It's about uh, five, six people outside on the balcony. And, and the person who was, who got the mushrooms or whatever, like told me like, hey, take just, just to get introduced like take this little bit here and they called a microdose I was like okay and so I took it I remember like looking out to this other beach house that was across the grass from us or whatever and I didn't see anything weird but it just looked way more interesting than it otherwise should have it was just you were seeing the actual house nothing crazy but it interested you so yeah. like your emotional reaction to it was yeah was different and so I was like well that's that's cool and then and then I would be having these amazing conversations with people that were just so on point and just every little aspect of your conversation just nailing it home you were like in really tune. focused you were in tune with everything and so at peace like all the anxiety just out the window so yeah, I did good with the microdose, and so the next day I was ready to go a little deeper in. But no, that night I was just on point, man. It was, everything was firing off, and and just really at peace, really warm and fuzzy. So the next day I, I approached that person who had given me given me the mushrooms, and I said, "Hey, look, last night was great. Um, I didn't have any kind of negative reaction. I it, far from it. I had a really great, amazing time." But tonight, I want to see something. When I told that person, hey, look, I want to, tonight, I want to see some stuff. Like, like <laughs> how much should I take to where I, I, I see some, some crazy stuff? And she goes, well, 
you need to take about like a third of the bag. So a third of like six ounces. What is that? Uh, uh, That's two ounces. Two ounces. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. My, my math is always terrible. So I took... Does math for a living, folks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I did two ounces. Um, and it, it took, you know, a good 45 minutes for it to kick in. I didn't think it was going to kick in. Like there was one point I was just like, okay, I'm immune. And I was, I was like, I was thinking I was either immune or that I would need to take a whole shitload more. Right. And we were watching this video or whatever of um, the person's birthday. Like I had compiled like a video, uh, kind of like your birthday, where people were like, oh, happy birthday. I did the same thing for this person's birthday. Okay. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I am so happy. Happy 40th birthday. A happy birthday to you. Happy, happy. 40 and fabulous, boo. And many more. We love you. And we're watching the video. And about halfway through the video, I noticed something very peculiar and and so you can see through the window to the beach and it's at night right mm -hmm. and so uh, there's these uh there's a car that's facing the beach and its tail lights are shining through the window you know into the into the room but you know it, it's it's a good like like uh, like 500 yards away or something like that i noticed something very peculiar those red lights that i could see on the beach they lined up perfectly at like a 20 degree angle, ang you know, angled upward. They lined up perfectly with these two red Christmas lights that were on the, the, uh, the railing of the porch on the beach house. That was outside. Two little red dots, and then closer to me, two other red dots that lined up perfectly. And then in the room, two other dots, uh, red dots appeared that were also in, in that same line. But something. they were just in the air, free and they, form. Yes, and they were just in the air. So it's almost like you're seeing, uh, like, film exposure in the yes. room. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Great, great, great analogy. And then this uh, fear kind of rose in me, because I didn't know what was, gonna be, was, what was about to happen. I was like, okay, what's going to happen next? You're like, like is like, it about to go down? Yeah. Am I going to see the face of Satan? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was in a room full of, like, like, right. like 35, 40 people, and I'm yeah. like, I'm like... This, I hope I don't do something crazy right here in this room right now. So, you're, this is happening, it's the first time you've ever had like a, a walking hallucination. Uh -huh. You're in a room full of people. What do you do? So, I, I, I kind of like, everyone was laughing at the video, right? And so I was like, okay, people are distracted. I can sneak back into this little laundry room. And so, and dude, when you're, when you're starting to hallucinate on, on psychedelics, it feels like your head is going to explode. And what really is happening is pretty much every part of your brain is, is, is active. Like your whole brain is, is turned on. And so your brain literally feels like it's gonna explode. So I had this incredible pressure headache and I went into the back laundry room to sequester myself and I'm like, what is going on? Like I'm thinking to myself like, did I make a mistake? This is not. This is not cool. I don't feel that great. So right after that video, it was, was dinner time, and that was perfect because everyone got focused on dinner. And when that happened, I was just like, "I'm going out to the porch right now." I'm just. I made a beeline for the door, went out to the porch, and when I stepped foot on that patio, I will never forget what I saw. What I saw was just normal. 
it was a beach with cars driving down the beach at night and stars in the sky and the moon and stuff. But it was realer than real. I know that's a very bizarre concept to think of, but imagine seeing, imagine being in this room and seeing everything in this room and it's more real than it is. Mm-hmm. And, and my mind interpreted that as it's, it's like you are a infant that still has all of your intelligence that an adult would have. You're an infant who has never seen not only a beach, mm-hmm. but you've never seen night before. You've never seen cars before. You've never seen any of this before. So you're able to have a relational experience with all of these things that is hypersensitive to how it normally would be for you. Like it's it's familiar to you because you've seen it before, but you're able to experience it differently. Yes. It, it, so it's familiar to you, sure, but that familiarity is completely overwashed by... Just an unbelievable sense of awe. It seriously is like, right? I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's something absolutely normal. Beach at night, cars driving down, but you seriously is, have never seen that before in your entire life, and it is the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. And and I remember sitting there, staring at that scene for a good like like ten minutes, with my mouth just open, couldn't even utter a sound. I was just blown away, and then. That's when I noticed the grass. So I'm on this balcony overlooking uh, this like sea of grass that uh, is, you know, the kind of like the, the, the middle ground. In between the beach house and the beach, there's this, you know, little grassy area with the really tall grass, right? The dunes with the long grass and stuff. Sea breeze was coming in, so the grass was like blowing a lot and everything. Man, the wind is terrible. And when I looked down from the balcony, I'm just gonna gonna kind of look and, and narrate real fast. What I saw was grass that, first of all, I see patterns. Uh, everything is is a pattern. The whole expanse of that grass was was alive. It was it was alive, like it was pulsating. It was moving in unison together. It was like swelling. And I know grass is alive. I mean, but. But all of it collectively was one being. And I'm looking at it right now, actually. It's like alive and it's breathing. You're motioning with your hands and I'm seeing synergy. So yeah. it's like moving yes. as one yes. big it, organism. It was pulsating very slowly and it was breathing. Like you could see it breathe and you could see it move and pulsate very slowly. And it formed like these waves. But all that grass eventually formed like a conveyor belt of grass that was slowly moving towards it. There was this little puddle of water, and it's just a little puddle of water, no bigger than this pizza box here. We have a large pizza box on the table, by the way. And But in my mind, that became a waterfall of grass mm. that, that was going down like this conveyor belt, like, like a river of grass that was falling and funneling down that little puddle of water was this giant chasm of, of grass going down a waterfall in the chasm. And then in that chasm, I saw like little faces of like Aztec hieroglyphs. It was like as the grass was falling in, uh, 
that they would turn into these little hieroglyphic okay. uh, faces. But did they dissipate like smoke yeah. rings, or was it? They like kind of did as they went into the the chasm or whatever. They kind of just disappeared or whatever. Then I kind of looked over to my left. There was an undescribable, indescribable presence there. And it, I didn't see it in its entirety until I looked to the side of the grass. And there was like this, this feathering, if you will, like on the edges of the grass that I'm looking at here. There was some, there was some really taller grass on the, on the side that had kind of been bent over and kind of was laying on top of other grass. And it was blowing in the wind too. And what I saw in that layer of grass that was kind of flapped over and folded over onto the other grass in the way it moved, you can see like a like an ancient um, presence. It's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my entire life. It was a it was a being that was alive. That's the only way I can describe it. It's ancient, and it was utterly alien, and almost in the realm of cosmic horror, alien, like 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 Lovecraftian, kind right. of like a, a, like an alien presence you you cannot even imagine was there. But at the exact same time. It was, it was even more so a motherly figure. It's like an ancient mother. Like it's like a motherly presence. Very beautiful, loving, motherly figure. And 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 it's beautiful. It's very beautiful. So are you seeing this figure, or are you feeling this figure? Feeling and seeing, because what the grass was doing was, as it was blowing in the breeze, it was moving. So slow and so delicately. It's almost a caressing motion. Yes. And I'm seeing. And what it was doing, and it was just like so delicate. And what I saw in in that being, in that motion that it was doing, and the way that the grass is touching the other grass in that area, reminded me of it was just the purest, most sweet love that you could ever even conceive of. And it reminded me very much of like the only way I can describe it is like a a mother laying down with her newborn child, like infant, and and just laying down with them and like caressing it and touching it for the first time. Like you got to be very delicate uh, to touch that infant, and and the way that grass was folded over and touching the other grass was was very much like that. It was very slow. And very calming and very loving, and like you wanted to go down there and be part of that. It's like I like I don't want anything to do with these goddamn fireworks and music and everything. It's distracting. I don't even want, I don't want anything to do with the damn stars like that right there. When I'm looking at that grass, that motherly motherly presence. That was the most beautiful thing I saw that whole night. Uh, I saw a lot of crazy stuff that night, but that was the most beautiful thing. I, like, if that is what heaven is like, then I want all—I want every part of that. So you were there for a while. Oh uh, yeah. Well, no. Yes and no. So here's the funny part. I was there looking at that grass and just my mind was just blown, man. And I remember I was actually texting you 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, I texted you. <laughs> and I was like, dude, it's like seeing stuff for the first time. And then I started dictating on my phone what I was seeing. And I was just like going on and on about like this, this amazing stuff I saw. Now, I'm not joking around. I am about 10 minutes or so into this amazing experience. By the way, all of this is in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just grass. So just grass and just 10 minutes. And I saw all of that. Wow. Um, so then about 10 minutes in, and I'm really wanting to explore this some more, I get a tap on the back. Hey, what's going on, man? And I turn around, and there's a guy there that has no idea that I've done anything. And it's, and it's someone that I wouldn't want him to know that I did anything either. Right. And I have to go from the most profound, amazing thing I've seen in my life to 25, 30 minutes of small talk. Oh, and and I was like, and I love this guy to death. He's a great guy. I love him to death. Uh, if you're listening and if you ever listen to this, uh, I don't mean any harm. Like, it, uh, it was just not the right time. I love our conversations. I was just having a crazy trip. Uh, but I, I, it was, so I had to do like 30 minutes of small talk, which was hilarious. And, um, and I remember like looking at him and saying like, hey, man, because it was obvious that I was like, like obliterated. And I was, I was like, hey. Uh, just to let you know, I'm the most drunk I've ever been in my life. I've been drinking all day. It was a total lie. I was, yeah. I was tripping like crazy. <laughs> and, um, and right about then is when I noticed um, people's faces, they turn into like little weird cartoonish characters. You either see like witches' faces, like all the girls, they had the face of like a witch. So, okay, that's an interesting thing that you would say. So, like, you're looking at them, having a normal conversation, and you see their face morph into something devilish almost? Yes, like, yes, but it's almost like side... It's almost like when you when you look them in the face and you focus on them, it's, you don't see it as much. Mm-hmm. But it's more like if you catch a side glance of them, you will see, like, a witch's face. <laughs> then you look at them closer, and they still kind of look like a witch. Uh-huh. Some of them even looked like uh you remember you know the you know Game of Thrones, the yeah. red the red woman whenever she would take her necklace off. I don't want that version of the red woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when she took her necklace off and she became like this grizzled like old yeah. hag. You would see like otherwise beautiful girls that would look like that. Mm. And and it, it's it's crazy. And then the other thing you'll notice is that um it looks like everyone's out to get you. Like, uh, you, you'll look at someone and they'll be leering at you in a menacing manner. And, and you have to snap yourself out of it. Like, I, I, I had the, the faculty and the wherewithal to know that, that it was, hey, I'm hallucinating right now. I'm going to be seeing weird stuff. So this can't be real. So, but in your mind, their eyes are not leaving you. They're just looking at you constantly. They're leering at you in a very menacing manner. Like like, like the sweetest person I've ever met in my life. I, I won't name this person, but um, she was looking at me like she wanted to kill me. And and I got freaked out. I was, I was like, I was, I was going to, I was about to say something. Mm-hmm. And then I realized... Oh yeah, I, I gotta remember. I'm tripping. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see weird stuff. And and then anytime someone's talking, you think that they're talking about you. Like you can hear a whisper from like like a hundred feet away. 
and you you can hear like your name being said, or you hear like right. In, it's almost as if they're like right in your ear talking. And I can totally see how people would freak out on on shrooms, and but I luckily had the wherewithal and the uh, the knowledge that I was tripping. I could I should ignore it, and that's what I did. I'm trying to remember some other crazy. They, they well, started, I know. That, I, okay, okay, so you, you've told me in the past about uh, having a conversation with your girlfriend at that time and her being in multiple places at one time. So how does that work? Oh, geez, that was a trip, dude. So, so at one point, I decided I'm going to take some more. Like this wasn't uh, like I started feeling it kind of wear off after about an hour. Or so two. how long? Yeah, how long was it lasting? So the, that that first little trip lasted about an hour and a half or something like that. Then I felt it kind of dying off, and so I was like, so I'm going to do some more. So I did the second, uh, third of the bag or whatever, and uh, that's when stuff started getting crazy. They started shooting off fireworks. Shit, 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 shit. And I went down to the beach, and, oh, dude, the walk from the uh, beach house through the grass to the beach was incredible. Now I was in that that beautiful moving uh, grass presence, you know, and it was just unbelievably beautiful. And the stars were twinkling and pulsating and moving, and they were sending signals between each other. Like the yeah. stars were all connected by these little lines that looked kind of like highways, and these little cars were driving in between the stars, little shots of light. And uh, it was unbelievable. And so I get down to the beach, and they're shooting off these fireworks. And I'll never forget, like, like this firework shoots up in the air, explodes, and I focus on one little fire particle from the firework or whatever, and it stops in the sky. Like, it, like you could see the firework explode. I followed this little particle, and then it stopped, and then it went, and then it went, and turned into a star in the sky. And just stayed up And there. just stayed there. So then I get down to the beach. Okay, so now, now I'm at, the, at the, literally the water's edge of the beach. And the water was kind of glowing as it came in. It was like this very faint blue glow. Mm. This. It's, look, it's, a, it's incandescent. And... So faint, but definitely glowing. But it was it was so faint that it was it was not trippy. It was not weird. It was just beautiful. It was so pleasant. And I encountered that same beautiful presence, that, that nature presence, where the ocean was very, the tide was very gentle that night. Looking at the water coming in, so gentle. And it was very gently rolling up. And I was wearing flip-flops and it was barely just getting just a little bit over my flip-flop to where it would just kind of wet my toe. And it's so gentle. Again, it's like a mother's embrace. It wants to kiss your feet as it comes in. I, I, I've always been fascinated by the forces of nature, you know, geology. You think about like the intense geological forces and how powerful that is. So powerful the earth is, you know, in, in terms of like earthquakes and earthquakes and 
volcanoes, volcanoes and eruptions, and all the violence and, and how powerful that is. It's so immensely powerful, but then you see something like this and it's so delicate. Seeing that water come up and just like that grass did, gently caressing my feet as if I was a, a, a newborn infant and it was my mother and it was gently caressing me. Like it's so gentle and it just it like kisses your feet. It embraces you. And I was just blown away by, by that. It's like, like power of nature right now, that same force is absolutely delicate and, and motherly. And it's, like, and it's like the fact that, that the powerful ocean can also be so delicate and gentle like this. This is beautiful to me. It's like mother, like that thing, it's why they call it mother nature, you know? And so then I, I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna go back uh, to the beach house and I'll never forget this. I started walking back to the beach house and I'm walking through the grass again. And I look up at the beach house and it's about, I don't know, like uh, 200 yards away or so. And I start walking and I can see myself walking. I look down at my feet and I see that I'm moving and I look back up and the beach house is now further away. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then I start walking again and I see myself walking. I can see myself passing up these, these plants and stuff and I walk and I look up and it's further away again. And I was like, okay, well I'm gonna keep looking at it this time. And so I, I walk and I'm, and I'm looking at it and it's as I'm walking, it's getting further away. And I'm like, what the hell? Like I remember laughing my ass off. And then all of a sudden at once, it just goes, and, and, and it's like right in my face, like the beach house. Right like, back up on it. I was like, whoa. At this point, I had ran into my girlfriend again. And she, her, her face, I'll never forget it, was, it looked like plastic. Like if you combine porcelain and plastic, I know this sounds weird. But it had this very diffuse kind of glow to it. Like a sheen. Like a sheen. But it also was like very bizarre. Like she kind of looked a little kind of like a scary. When she would turn around and look at something, the skin on her face would stay and her head would turn and then the skin would catch up with her face. And and then she'd turn back and then, then the skin would be sitting there and then it would come it would catch back up. I was losing it. I was just like, what is going on? And then um, so she decided to go to sleep. I went up and, and chilled out on the balcony with a couple of my a uh, couple of, of her friends. And as I walked up, they're like, oh, hey, they knew I was on my journey. And I'll never forget this, the, the, the girl of the, of, of the couple that was, that was up there. She said, hi, and she waved to me. And then she bent down to, to like sit down on this chair. But the version of her that waved to me was still waving and she was sitting down. And then another version of her was grabbing a drink. Oh man. So there was three of her that had splintered off. That you could clearly see in your field of vision, all three of them at the same time. Oh yeah, it was crazy, man. And I was like, I was like, hey, I'm literally seeing three of you right now. She's like, really? I'm like, yes, it's crazy. Another 
really amazing thing um, happened right after that. And it was, well, I was sitting there talking to, to people, and I was talking about me and my girlfriend's relationship. And I remember talking about her, and saying her name and describing her wasn't sufficient. And words weren't sufficient either. Like, I was trying to talk, and these words just weren't good enough to explain stuff. And specifically when I said her name, it was like, that's not... I, I can't encapsulate her with that, with those sounds. And when I, when I would say her name, I would, I would feel and think and have in my mind's eye her whole aura... Like, her whole personality, her whole spirit, all in my mind's eye at the, t- at the same time as I tried to say her name. And I was—I remember thinking, like, her name doesn't... It's not adequate You're enough. not able to assign the emotional value you're feeling to that name. Yes. Just by saying the name. That's interesting. Yep. And then I started thinking about, like, like people's energies. And so, like, like she has a very strong energy. And that's what I, that's what I picked up on, is, like, 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 my girlfriend has this very strong fun bubbly like just sweetheart energy and and I started thinking of other people I know and their energies and and I got different feelings off of that and then I started thinking about the collective energy of multi, of a lot of people and this 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 tripped me out was um, I started thinking about the the disastrous nightmare of a project I was on at work um, <laughs> a, a little bit before that time and I remember thinking about it and feeling this dark, sad, depressing, just ma- ma- malaise. Is that mm-hmm. the right word? Almost like, a weight or a fog. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I, it hit me that all these people's energies went into the... There was like 100 people plus on this project. And they all had such a rough time that <laughs> it wove yeah. a tapestry of doom. It, it did, man. There was there was like this dark energy right, that right. came from that. And, and that I, happens. And I think that definitely yeah. happens. And so I was like, I need to I need to bring positive energy to a project that I take part in. And um, the last little revelation I had that night was, I started for whatever reason started thinking about uh, my accomplishments in life. And normally I would just kind of be like, oh, dude, you're not shit. You know, yeah, you may have done this or that or the other, but you're not shit, dude. You suck. You suck at this. You suck at that. Um, blah, blah, blah. Always running myself down. And that night, I was thinking about some of my accomplishments, and I was like, I was like, you know, I should be proud of myself for that. And for the first time in I don't know how long, 20 years or more, I allowed myself to be happy for myself. And I sat there and I had the most amazing thought, like, what if I can just be happy for myself for once? Mm. And I was like, huh. And, uh, yeah, uh, that, that, those are the most uh, profound things to come out of that trip. Uh, so that's a long explanation for that first I trip. I think it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. What's that? Oh, cut it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's right. You just heard me conclude an interview by saying, oh, you want me to cut it? And then I push the, the button to stop. <laughs> uh, amateur hour, y'all. I'm so sorry. That was my first uh, podcast interview, though. 
So it is what it is. I apologize, but um, the next uh, episodes and stuff will get better and better. So, so, so that's it. So, thank you so much for tuning in for the first trip episode. You know, the it's the whole introduction uh, to this whole process, y'all. And so, thanks for for sticking with it here. Um, the next episodes are going to get a lot more deep and a lot more intense. Um, as I mentioned, this one was kind of like just a dip your toe kind of thing. And uh, we are off to the freaking races, y'all. Like trip number two goes deep. Trip number three is freaking insane. And then trip numbers four and five and beyond are, guys, it's it's mind-blowing, mind-blowing stuff. Deep stuff, okay? So hang in there. Uh, and yeah, thanks for tuning in. We're going to have a kind of um, um, our first prelude episode for the next trip. It uh, took a little bit too much of a backstory, so this next uh, this next episode is a prelude for trip number two. So just just you know getting you prepared for that. So feel free if you don't want to hear the backstory to skip ahead to trip number two, but otherwise, here we go.